Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. If this is your first time here, big old welcome to you. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am the host of the Define University podcast, and I'm so excited that you are here. If you are a regular, welcome back. I'm so excited you are here as well. So for those of you that are new to tuning in, again, I'm Lindsay. I am a coach, speaker, and author, and I focus on emotional intelligence for educators. So what does that mean? Well, that means we're going to look at things like my mindset and reflection and journaling and meditation and just overall how the mindset we hold, the language we use, and the actions we take truly allow us to ignite the passion that that lives with inside each and every one of us and really reignite that passion for our lives inside and outside of the classroom. And and I share that with you because today's episode, if this is your first episode, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little unique. Um, It's not generally what a lot of my episodes are all about, but I'm going to share why I'm doing this. So just last week, I did something for the first time ever at Define University. We held our first ever, ever virtual event, and it was called the Day of Discovery. First time doing anything of this sort, and I'm still... A week later, I am still celebrating. I am still on cloud nine. I am, so, I am so proud of how this event came together. And the reason that I'm sharing a little bit more of the behind the scenes with you today is because I really hope to inspire you. I hope to motivate you. I hope to empower you and to show you that you too can create anything you, you want, anything your heart desires, anything your soul is, is captivated by, The power to make it happen lies within you, but you've got to believe that first, okay? So I want you to listen up. I'm going to give some tough love right now. You have to believe that it's possible for it to be possible. I'm going to say it again. You've got to believe it, and, and it can be whatever comes to mind, but you have to believe that it is possible for anything to be possible, because if you don't believe it, that's the thought right? That's the thought you have in your head. If the thought is telling you it's not possible, guess what? It's never going to happen. So the reason I'm bringing all this up is I'm going to be reflecting on what the day of discovery meant to me and, and what I learned through this process is the whole reason that the day of discovery happened is because I believed it could happen. I knew in my heart I was capable of creating this event. And any time along the way that I doubted my abilities, I knew who to contact. I knew who to reach out to for support. I knew that even though I was I was doing this, I started this event on my own, I did not finish this event on my own. I'm going to get to that later because this event happened because of so many amazing people. But it starts with the mindset. So if you have something on your heart, if you have something on your mind that you can't stop thinking about, it is there for a reason. It is there to come to fruition. It is there to become your reality. But if you're having it, and then at the same time, you're having this thought of, but I don't really know that it's possible, or I don't don't know that I'm capable. Well, maybe she can do it, not me. That's where we start. 
We start with the mindset, and that is why I coach on all things mindset and emotional intelligence, because it starts from within. The transformation that you are looking for starts from within. It cannot start outside of ourselves because if it's outside of ourselves, we are simply replicating what somebody else did. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to just replicate. I want to I want to be me. I want to be authentic. I want to be an individual. So we have to look from within because that is where our powerhouse starts. So if you're with me, if you are here, let's dive on in. Like I said, today I'm just going to keep things pretty easy. Um, and really just share with you kind of some insight from the day of discovery. All right. All right. Let's jump on in. So this day ultimately started about six months ago. I, I was going, you know, day to day and, and ideas for Define University come to me throughout. If, if you guys saw my office, there's three uh, distinct whiteboards. And most of the time they are filled with ideas. They are filled with thoughts that come to me as I'm working, as I'm going through my day, you name it, they come to me, I write them down. That is my number one best tip to keep your head <laughs> clear or more clear. Write things down. Don't, don't assume you're going to be able to remember something a week from now, right? You know how many decisions we make a day? I don't even know the number, but it's thousands, right? So we process on a subconscious level over 11 million bits of information. Guys, we're not meant to remember every single thing that comes to our minds. Consciously, consciously, we only take in about 50 parts per second. So 11 million versus 50. Case in point, write it down. <laughs> All right. So I have these boards and one of those ideas was doing a virtual event, a virtual summit. And I had that thought. I had that thought of, can I really make that happen? And the very next thought was, of course I can. Because I know through the work that I've done, if that thought comes to me, it comes for a reason. I had that giddy feeling inside. Now, now certainly, let me back up a second. If you get a thought, but you don't get like a feeling, you don't get excited about it, but it's just kind of like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, we don't have to jump on every single thought that comes to us. Remember, we're going to have a lot of them in a day. We don't want to act on every single one. The difference for this idea and it's really hard to explain is that I, I had this idea and like I felt it in my belly. <laughs> as silly as that sounds, I felt it in my heart. Like I felt excited and the event hadn't even happened. Like I just had this idea. So that's how I knew it was time to jump on this. Sometimes I leave things on the board for over a year. There's things that I started last year that I have not finished yet because I haven't felt that excitement again. It is okay to pause on what you're working on. It's just not okay to stop living, all right? There's a big distinction there. Pausing on something that does not bring you joy any longer, that's purposeful and intentional and in moving you forward. But just stopping everything in general, that's not the way to go. And I, and I say pause because unless you know that something does not align with you anymore, don't get rid of it completely. It is okay to pause. It is okay to just stop for the moment. Now, there are some things. Yeah, I started a course a few months ago. I got about halfway through and it didn't align with me anymore. It didn't align with my values. So I did. I deleted it. Because I knew it wasn't anything that was serving me. There's another course I've been working on for over a year. And it still, it still gets me excited. It still aligns with me. It's just not front and center right now. It is not my, my top priority. So all of that to say, follow that feeling, right? Follow that, that gut instinct that you have. Now, some of you might be thinking, what if I don't know what that gut instinct is? Well, that's, that's exactly what all of my work is about. That is exactly what I teach you to do. Because in 
all honesty, we aren't often taught to do that. We're not taught to follow our heart or follow that gut feeling. We're taught what society thinks we should do. So I, for a long time, I lived in Shouldville because I did what I thought I needed to do to be loved by everybody else. But I realized by doing that, I fell out of love with me. I didn't love who I was. So when I switched it and I fell back in love with me and I learned to listen to my body and what felt right for me, what felt aligned to me, well, everything then opened up and everything made more sense. So, all right, where were we? Again, if you're new here, I, I tend to go on tangents, so get ready. <laughs> But I almost always bring it back. So if you're, if you're a regular listener, you know what I'm talking about. Hopefully you are shaking your head, smiling, and just here for, again, for that inspiration and motivation. That my That is my goal that comes through uh, wherever you are listening to this podcast. So I had this idea. I wrote it down, and I immediately shared it out. I think that's something that's really important. When I started Define University... I hesitated on sharing out my business for a long time. I was afraid of what other people would think. In all honesty, that's why. I knew if I wanted to make this happen and I wanted to make it happen this year, I had to share it out. I had to start talking about it because that was going to make it real. And that was going to make it so that I'm ready to commit. I have integrity with my word and it's out there. It's going to happen. So I, I found a date. And I intentionally picked June because June is the last month of the school year for me. I'm still going even as I'm recording this. I got one week left. <laughs> and so I knew, it was, I knew it was important for me to have an event in June to keep me excited, to keep me going, to get me um, you know, just that much more um, excited about, about June as an educator. I also knew that some teachers are done in June. So because I kind of knew what I wanted this day to be about, I felt like it was going to align whether you were still in school or you were already on your summer vacation. And, and ultimately, what this day turned into is something I still have a hard time comprehending. You know, I was originally thinking maybe this event would be about three hours with like maybe three speakers. Maybe if we could get, you know, 50 educators registered. Because this event turned into six hours 12 speakers with some that I couldn't even accept because I didn't have enough time in the day to make it happen. Um, over 85 educators registered. Close to 40 attended live for almost the whole day at the day. It was something I was really proud of is that it was an opportunity for, for quite a few of the presenters to be able to present for the first time. I was able to amplify those 12 voices. It became international. We had educators from the United States, from Canada, from Jordan. We had educators from across the globe, and that just makes me smile. If you could see me right now, my smile is <laughs> my entire face because it just, it, it makes my heart so happy that educators across the world are getting, re received this information from the 12 amazing speakers. All right, so let's, you know, again, I really wanted this episode to kind of talk about it all. So I want to share with you kind of what happened the day of that maybe, you know, if you weren't there, you might not have noticed, um, but it involves some mistakes. It involves some errors on my part. So the day did not go, um, I mean, it went perfectly. And I say that because whatever happens is truly what happens. And I no longer doubt that when things happen, they were happened right or they happened wrong. That just doesn't serve me anymore because I don't believe in right and wrong. I believe in what is. So what happened was meant to happen. Now, certainly I learn 
and I reflect it and I'm going to grow so that I don't I don't redo that same I'm going to call it a mistake because it was I messed up but and I so I don't want to repeat it right but it doesn't mean I guess the difference is there's no uh, there's no judgment or shame on my part there's no how could you do that oh my goodness you're, you're a terrible host because you made this mistake it's I made an honest mistake whoops what do I need to do so I don't make that mistake next time? Ultimately, what I did is I, I scheduled two things at one time. <laughs> I scheduled the roundtable reflections to be happening at the same time as session number two. Well, obviously, that doesn't make sense to do that. So we simply shifted. And I say we because, again, this was a group effort. I reached out to uh, one of the speakers and I said, hey, can you help me through this? Can you help me figure this out? And we came up with plan B. And that was okay, right? I also realized that I scheduled some of our sessions to be 45 minutes and some to be 35 minutes when I, in my head, they were all 45 minutes. So I made that error, right? And I and I apologized to the speakers and I already have written down for the next event, you know, <laughs> check the schedule, use better um, formatting, right? To make sure that it doesn't happen again. And that's it. So, you know, I guess the big takeaway there is mistakes will happen. They're going to happen. It's inevitable because simply what a mistake is, is the outcome was different than your original intention. And I think sometimes, you know, that's, again, kind of a, a strategy I like to use is make sure you're aware of the definitions you hold for words. Right. So if your definition of the word mistake has something to do with it being negative or wrong, change the definition. You have absolutely the, every right in the book to change the definitions of words that do not serve you. And again, what that do, that doesn't mean that like you just don't make mistakes. But simply for me, that is a mistake. A mistake is the outcome that happened was different than the original intention. That's it. Simple as that, right? Simple and easy. That's how we like it here at Define You. So, and things can work through, right? You own it. You be transparent. You you share it out. And then you reflect and you grow. So I wanted to kind of spend the, the rest of this episode really just kind of sharing about what steps I took to, to have this day happen. Because maybe you're at the point where you have this thought, you have this, you know, idea and you're like, but where do I even start? Right? Like the idea came to you and you got that feeling, you know what I'm talking about. And you're like, where do I go from here? Right? And maybe it's an event. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's something not related at all to education. Maybe it's starting a garden at your house. Right? Maybe it's running a marathon. Maybe it's learning to cook. It does not matter. That's the beauty of the defined mindset method that I'm going to be sharing with you here. It doesn't matter what you pick. The method still works. <laughs> the method is the method is the method, right? Whatever you use it with, it will work. I guarantee that. So what is the defined mindset method? Great question. All right, so I'm gonna go through what each of them stand for, and as I do that, I'm gonna showcase how I use that in planning the day of discovery. So the D in define stands for declare. I declared it in January. I said the day of discovery is happening Saturday, June 12th from 10 to four. Boom, <laughs> there, that's it. That's a really simple step, okay? E stands for envision. So this, in this capacity, looked like I got out a sheet of paper and I wrote down everything I could think about that I needed to do for this day or that came to mind. I didn't end up doing all of it from my original brain dump list. But don't stop yourself in this phase. You want to like get it all out. Remember, get it all out of your head to find that clarity within. And so I envisioned it all. I envisioned 
uh, you know, speakers. I envisioned the format. I envisioned what where it was going to be, right, on Zoom. I envisioned what my part was going to be. I envisioned giveaways. I envisioned everything. And so I wrote it all down. Then the F, undefined, starts for focus. So then I needed to rein it in a little bit, right? That list, if I had kept it, would have been exhausting. So I started to make these focus groups. So I looked at my big brain dump and I picked out the categories, right? So giveaways, speakers, uh, location, right? Those were the big components. So I put each of those on a post-it and then on, or on an index card, excuse me. And then on post-its, I put what I needed to do, right? Secure speakers, <laughs> secure giveaways, um, email speakers, the lineup, right? All the different components all went on post-its. It's a lot easier to see, it's less overwhelming, and it went right on my goal board that sits in my office. The other part of focus that I did is I created a timeline. So the event was June 12th. So I went and I, for myself, I work really good in one to two week increments. But I knew from January to June, that's, that's a good amount of time, right? It was six months. So I decided to go two-week check-ins. So on my business calendar that I have, every two weeks, I put day of discovery check-in. And then under that, I put what part of the goal board was I going to check in on. That way, every two weeks, I'm not spending, I'm not spending hours checking over every single goal, but I'm picking one. And every two weeks, something is coming off the plate. Something is getting figured out, which is exactly what it's all about, right? So we've declared, we've envisioned, we focused. The I stands for identify. And this was really the mission. This is the value. So this was, what is it about this event that, that I wanted to share with the world? And that also ties in some branding components, right? The, the colors I use, the marketing I was gonna use, the pictures I was gonna use. So what, what is it that I valued about this event? So for this event specifically, it was things like, it wanted it to be inspiring and motivating. But I also wanted it to be about community and collaboration and connection and networking. I wanted there to be a, a very big emphasis on personal growth and professional growth, that it was tailored to fit the needs of educators. You could join live or catch the on-demand recordings. So these were all values that went into this event, okay? Let's see, where are we? N, the N stands for notice, and that is noticing the feelings. So over the last six months, I've felt a lot of feelings. I have had excitement, I've had nerves, <laughs> and pretty much everything in between. So I just, I paid attention to those throughout the six months and really owned into where are these emotions coming from. And then E, E is evolve. For this event, the evolving is actually happening kind of right now. It is me processing and reflecting and sharing and thinking about what went well, what can we do better? What can we add? What can we change? I sent surveys out to the speakers as well as the participants. I myself am going through all the information to see what can be added or changed. So that's the evolve, that's the evolving piece, which is the last part to the defined mindset method. So that's really what I did. So I took all those components, we broke them into those specific categories, and guys, we made it happen. And I keep saying we because I could not have done this event 
on my own. I, I guarantee I could not have. So beyond the amazing speakers that we had, um, my Teach Better friends, especially Ray, Jeff, and Dave, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being there to talk in all things marketing and support and getting out the information. Um, could not have done it without you guys. Uh, Jillian, Livia, Brad, thank you for being my sounding board. Thank you for helping me map things out and understand, kind of <laughs> help me create this vision uh, or create a reality from my crazy vision. And last but not least, thank you to all of my Creative Connections members, my mentorship where we meet monthly. Um, they, they came out two nights to help me practice testing out these recordings and making sure everything was working from the behind the scenes technology piece. And uh, I just can't thank each and every one of you enough for showing up, for supporting and encouraging uh, De Define University at the Day of Discovery. So. You know, again, I mentioned at the beginning, this episode's a little bit different than previous episodes. You know, is it that different? Probably not, because generally when I'm speaking, when it's an episode just by me, I want to give you the ins and outs of all things that's good, that are going on. And really at Define You, that's what this week has been all about, about reflecting, about understanding the steps taken and realizing how important, you know, mistakes are for the growth that we made. But I wanna go back to a point I made at the beginning. In order for something to be possible, you have to believe it's possible. Put that on a post-it, put it on a sticky, say it loud and proud, it is so, so crucial. And I hope you understand why. All right, there you have it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you loved it, would you do me a favor? Would you rate, review, and subscribe? Would you share it out on social media? I would absolutely be beyond grateful for you. I want to make sure that as many educators that need it can find Define University and really start to find that relief from the overwhelm, really reignite their confidence, and transform their teaching from the inside out. All right, everybody, I will see you same time, same place next week. Until then, keep on loving who you are, <laughs> loving who you are, trusting who you are, owning who you are. Those will help you define who you are. All right, everybody, have an amazing week ahead. I'll see you next week.